Okay, we're back with the game line. You know, as always, you know, we've got our correspondents. Jack McGregor from New Zealand. The Kiwis know the game. They know the game. Nothing but love and respect. Lex Labbitt, James Braham, Hobrook, Ritzinger, Joe Payne, Tommy Roos. And with us, we've got Conor van Rensburg. We love it. We love it. And of course, I'm Twinsy Fudge, my better, you know, the legend, you know, we've, we've got it. It's exciting, it's exciting. Let's just dive straight into these uh, semi-finals that are coming up. Los Jaguares, call them by the proper name, you know, still, still. Versus the Brambies, 5 plus 1 in the morning. Connor, you're watching the game. Tell me the truth, tell me the truth. I uh, will see if I get up or if I'm still up. <laughs> That's the real question. Uh, but uh, I'd li li love to check it out. I'm sure it's going to be a banging encounter. Yeah, I'm not going to tiptoe around. I'm not watching. I'll catch. I'll catch. I'll <laughs> one record a. it. One I'll a. it. A. When I wake up 12, half past 1, I'll, I'll watch the game. 12 hours later. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, and you're so fudge. You'll be working at that time. So, you know, how are you going to manage it? How are you going to manage it? Yeah, look, um, hopefully, hopefully I'm done by that time. Um, I cannot wait. Look, the Craven Week starts next week, uh, Monday to Friday. So, I've got a little bit of time off this weekend. And I cannot wait to check out these battles we have on our hands, mate. Uh, literally, Los Jaguares <laughs> versus the Brumbies. Wow, wow, wow. Complacency versus apprehension. You know, Los Jaguares haven't really been here before. Brumbies, we know all about them. They've been here time and time again. They've got history here. They're not... They've got so much more to lie back on, to fall back on, in terms of the foundation going into this mentally. Mm -hmm. Where the Los Aguares are going into almost an unknown land. Mm. You know, going into a space where they don't know what to do. Um, they've never been here before. It's difficult to know how they'll handle that finals experience. Big match temperament, um, to summarize it well. And I cannot wait to see how that goes. You know, creativity versus structure. Mm. Wow. What a battle. Caraway. So, I mean, you know, Fudge did speak about how some teams have been there before where the Jags is new territory. However, we did speak earlier about how the Jags have test experienced members, people who know the game. Is that going to help with them not being, you know, used to a super rugby or, you know, super 14, whatever it was called back in the days, you know, is that going to help with that factor or do you think that's still such an advantage that you got to look out for that when the Brumbies come? down to you know Argentina I think for the Aquarius uh, the test experience will definitely mitigate any any lack of playoff experience in Super Rugby hmm. I mean you can't really compare I mean you can compare a Super Rugby playoff game to test rugby but I think if you also look at the level the Argentinians have been playing against for the last seven eight years hmm. all these guys have enough experience against top sides hmm. that surely they can that in the home advantage as we spoke about earlier with bonus Aries hmm. I think that might actually be able to make it a non-factor for them and just allow both sides to play their game. It's the difference maker. It's the difference maker. All right, Spurs, I'm going to come to you. You know, we've spoken about Brumby's set pieces hot. Jack's set pieces good. You know, Lance mm. to get a scrum struggle, but obviously the way they play, you know, the way they kick, everything they they can do it all. They can get the lineups. They can kick. They can keep it tight. They can spread it wide. Let's say you want the Jags to win this game. What do they need to do generally? Just you know. Up in the air, what would you like to see if you're going to sit down for the first time and watch the Jags game? What must those members do to beat the Brumbies with their strong set piece? With the Brumbies' strong set piece? Yeah, great question. Look, the, Brum the Jaguars have one thing to think about. How are we going to win the micro battles at kickoff time? Are we going to get that 50-50 ball? At ruck time, are we actually going to be able to be more disciplined in our aggression? 
with the contact with the contact phase what are we going to do about that you know the brumbies have been extremely physical they dominated the sharks last week we saw that they are impeccable at set piece time Jaguares have had problems with that but the Jaguares do bring a certain level of creativity where I don't know whether or not the Brumbies will be able to structure their defense accordingly. All, the challenge will be on the Brumbies to react to the counter-attack. You can expect the Jaguares not to kick back every time. Any other side probably would have put up a few more up and unders. They're going to be a counter-attacking. We know they're going to be reacting at rack time, so they'll get quick ball. Is this brilliant Brumby's defense going to be able to stand up against that? These are the questions you have to ask. At finals rugby, though, if you're controlling the set piece, you're controlling the game. So I feel the Brumbies do our favourites do have an advantage coming into this, but yeah. take nothing away from the Jaguars who've shown that technically they can rise up to the occasion. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I want to ask you. You brought up the Brumbies' defence, which, which has been great. But we saw Tom Arnold when they're rushing hard, when they're going hard. We know that the Jags have a kicking game that is something special. They can kick whenever they feel the need. Now, if the Brumbies are going to keep using that rush defense, does that seem like a weakness that the Jags are going to be like, okay, rush us, let's just put one over, see what you do? Do you think that's something we're going to see? Or do you think the Brumbies are so technically well-drilled, let's say that, that they'll be ready for something, or they're not going to rush so hard that that's not going to be an issue? You know, like, well, yeah, let's start with you, Connor, we'll move to Fudge, you know, let's, let's see what happens there. Yeah, look, I think with the rush defense, the Brumbies have to be careful, especially if that allows the Aguares to unleash their back three and then it's over those yeah. back three is dangerous but yeah. well, fairly like it's an issue. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, issues there's is. issues I think knowing looking at how the Brumbies attacked the Sharks game and as we've mentioned how tactically astute they have been mm-hmm. I think they'll be smart enough not to rely too heavily on the rush D and open themselves up to that but I think we might see one or two instances and we'll see if the Aguares are quick enough to react and capitalize on that yeah. I mean it's a game of inches and so far, do you think you know the, the Jags can react? Do you think they're able to change the way they go about their business? Yeah, look, um, the rush defense, it's, it's effective, but it's risky mm-hmm. at the end of the day. We see how more and more fly-offs are becoming comfortable running across, playing more laterally yeah. and playing across. So pu- putting in that lofty pass out to the wing where it's open. We've seen that being effective even against the Brumbies. So it's all about playing against the game plan. Can the Brumbies adjust their defensive line and play to what's happening in front of them? It's a huge challenge. It's probably the biggest challenge in rugby, in the playing of rugby strategically. Technically being sound and having the coherence to be able as a team to come up, having your wing lay back a little bit so that if they do put them in that lob pass, you've got time to be in line with them to place yourself in a proper defensive line. So, look, there are many questions to ask. Jaguares have got the creativity. They know their awareness of space is absolutely amazing. They know how to find a bit of grass in behind the defense. Their kicks have been perfectly weighted. You know, so they, they diversify the way they attack. That'll be a huge challenge for the Brumbies. And for the Brumbies, the biggest challenge is do they have a way to react defensively to that? Can they say, listen, let's stop the rush on the second and third phase when they have the option to kick? You know, these are questions that they'll be asking themselves. And look, when a, when a team falls back on their structures, I believe that they've got more to work with. They've got less mistakes to make 
because you no longer have individuals making mistakes. You've got people being more clinical, more conservative in their play, and ultimately you then work off the opposition's mistakes, and that's what wins you games. You take those penalty kicks off of the halfway line, you keep the ball, and that's what wins you finals and semifinals. So we'll see how that goes. Can't wait to see. But what you said just now about staying in your structures and seeing what the other team does, I think both the Brumbies and the Jags do that exceptionally well. So now, if you want to get your Super Bowl cooking, who's going to win this game? It's like, both teams can do this. Both teams can do the set piece. Both teams can, like the lineup. We know Brumby's lineup, wow. But the Jazz got a lineup as well. Yeah. Let's not forget that. So I think that makes it quite, you know, it, 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 it's quite exciting to see, you know. We'll make our Super Bowl picks at the end, you know. Never forget that. Never forget <laughs> that's what the podcast all about. But let's move down. Um, Crusaders versus the Hurricanes. Let me ask you, Fudge. For an upset to happen, just just name me a couple of things that will allow the Hurricanes to win this game. What must get done? Look, it's a difficult one, actually, for the Crusaders. The Hurricanes have been able to do something which has proved valuable. They've stuck to their structures, but they've been able to keep ball in hand. They haven't kicked too much. They're looking to counter-attack. They keep to their structures as well. You see the TJ Perinaras working off of that brilliantly. They're able to just suppress their talent and their skill, their natural instinct to attack all the time, and they choose which points to attack from. Now, decision-making is is so important when it comes down to these final stages. You know, it becomes about margins, about inches, and I feel like maybe, actually, Hurricanes might have an edge over the Crusaders who've relied strongly on their structure and haven't really had many creative plays. Make no mistake, Moanga's been brilliant for them. But the Hurricanes, I feel, have more individual players who can bring that fire and that flair when the game starts opening up, especially in the last 20 minutes. And I think just to add to your point about it actually being more structured than flair with the Crusaders, if you see the highlights when Civil Reese is scoring, it's all from Richie Moanga kick. Yeah. People don't just kick in jail. They're like, hey, they'll call, I don't know, whatever they call is. And they'll kick to this person. So it actually, although it seems crazy and wild and everyone's goosing and flaring, it's actually a structured thing, which is mad. But hey, so you calling a Hurricanes upset? Is that, do you have that here first? <laughs> you know, are we, are, you know, is that what's happening? Is that what's happening? I think that if the, if the, I think if the Canes are up for it, I think they could um, come through with a, with a huge upset. You know, you've got players like TJ Pranara there, you know, who it will become a little bit, it'll become too structured. You'll see a lot of kicking, a lot of up and unders. You know, you'll see a lot of sides trying to keep the ball. But then you must remember, defensive lines are in place. So what, what are you keeping the ball for? Why not kick it, exit properly and try to put pressure through your set phase, competing, for instance. Exactly. Sam Whitelock for the Crusaders. One of the, the best lock in the world with Retallic. Exactly. Imagine New Zealand having both of the best locks in the world. So, you know, even him going into a World Cup now, he knows all the pressures on him. He's trying to create a performance that is inclusive of the game plan and still with creativity. So in line out, at line-out time, it's, he's, a big, he's going to be a huge factor. If they're going to put forward the kicking game, they're giving away possession. Hurricanes have been incredible with the way they attack and they keep possession of the ball. So it'll just be, look, I can't imagine what's going through those coaches' minds. Of course, when things get um, really crazy like this and there's so many options on the table strategically, you then, what do you have to lie back on? You have to lie back on what's been winning you games. Your structure. And everything. So they'll probably try to keep it simple, try to yeah. see if the rumors are true, 
under the high ball, try to test out how their performance in executing that high ball strategy is, mm. kind of feeling each other out, just like a boxing, boxing match yeah. in the first 10 minutes. Then we'll see them open up now and start using strategy. I can't wait to see what the coaches decide. Yeah, it's going to be a huge game now. This is yeah. exciting. You know, before we wrap this one up, before we wrap this one up, oh, oh just, before Kwan yeah, jump uh, in, sorry. Hop in quick. Before yeah. I get uh, steamrolled over here, hold it up, hold it up. We can wait a lot while for another round of shots. Yeah. Uh, but what I wanted to say, especially with what you said, looking at Whitelock in the Rugby World Cup, yeah. I think we got to look at the Battle of Ten. Is this not arguably the audition for the oh, starting? Yeah, it's huge. The starting, oh, the starting it's huge. for the All Blacks. This is uh, this is a trial game for a lot of players trying mm. to get that number one spot, or actually any spot in the World Cup squad. Yeah. Imagine what the New Zealand players are going through right now. Yeah, this is the big. And actually, I think they should actually just drop some names. Let's start with the ten. So we know it's, it's Barrett Moana. Yeah, that's going to be a battle. It's going to be. But now at this, let's take inside center. You know, we've got Crotty, everyone, you know, he does his job. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, what's this guy? Lamape. You got now, another battle he's there. there. He's there. He's like, okay, let me, now it's my time. I scored, you know, we were playing France, so I was scoring tries. They couldn't handle me. You know, Crotty was there as well, and I scored more tries than him. Yeah. I created more than him. So, but you, can Crotty, can Crotty create a combination with Barrett? That's the question. Do they play the same? Now, we've seen them in history, they do. Barrett yeah. is. He's mercurial. Yeah. He's unbelievable in that number 10 position. He's unstoppable. He's the best, arguably one of the best players in the world. So, Moanga's got a lot, a lot to prove. I think Barrett will get that starting position, but combinations will be key. Yeah. The Crotties, the Anton Leonard Browns, we mentioned how good they've been. Wow. It'll be so interesting how they include these players and make them feel as if they've always got a place in the squad. Yeah. Can't wait actually to see that yeah. as well, those combinations coming off. But at the end of the day, I don't think you can take away the inside center from your fly-off, especially when they've played all the way. It'll be good to see, mm -hmm. actually. What a pleasure for the New Zealand yeah. selectors. Yeah. They actually yeah. have a moment to summarize all their thoughts now, you know, in terms of combinations and all. Oh, well, you said it's a privilege. That seems like a hot job. I don't want to be the guy that doesn't choose Anton Hansen Leonard right Brown. Yeah. I'm like, nah, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, yeah, I, I think that's huge. So, I mean, you brought this place. So, can you say that they, and I'm going to ask you this, Connor. Can you say that there's a player, let's say, let's talk Crusaders, Hurricanes. Is there a player that's going to be, you know, look, take structure aside. Is there someone who needs to stand up and say, look, let's say from the Hurricane side, if there's going to be an upset, I'm the uncle who's going to have to do something today. I'm going to have to do this perfectly. I'm going to have to, let's say I'm Bowie, Bowden Barrett. I'm going to have to kick for poles all the time. I know sometimes they switch it up, different people kick. I'm going to get 100% kicks. Is there someone like that who has to play in a certain way? Does Lamarpi need to be better than Crotty in this game? Is that going to be so important or are there other things going on? I would argue there's maybe two positions we need to look at. We need mm. to look at if Dane Coles can turn in a vintage performance. Mm. As we've seen him on, unfortunately, against the Lions. That was, that was a bit harsh. Never that forget, was a bit rough. forget. I was right there in the stands, man. I saw Achiever bad mouthing him, and then I saw us concede the try like less than a minute later. That one hurt. Achiever, why'd you do it? <laughs> I'm back to Achiever in the moment. What you need? Uh, I think that, that matchup, and I also think Matt Todd needs to play out of his skin to try and 
get a look in, get a spot in the squad. And I mean, he's going up against Adi one on one. Yeah, I think what a huge battle! Ima that's imagine, you know, the selectors in this. every single position. Those are the players you're going to be picking, yeah, you know. Yeah. And how good has Adi Savia been? He's, he's been the member. He's, he's the better Savia brother for a while now. We don't even talk about Julian, unless he's signing for the Kings. He's transformed. Mm. Um, that flanker play, mm. you know, he's yeah, not the biggest of players, but he's still effective getting over the advantage line. Mm. You know, he's still physical enough to make his l lightweight felt. You know, yeah. he's energetic and balanced enough. He's got enough agility to connect with the back line. He's got pace on him, so he draws in defenders, and he's quick on reaction, so he gets in for the steal. Yeah. Wow, what a player! Mm -hmm. How do you then put that? How do you then? transfer that player into the international way of playing where it becomes a lot tighter there aren't as many gaps it's not as scrappy there aren't there isn't as much space does he fit into that game plan now new zealand has tried to and they've struggled to fit him in yeah. he's, play, he's played a lot off the bench but what a, what a battle that will be you still at the center we still think That's about the Ma'anonu, Sonny Bill yes, Williams. They're out there on the fringes. Yes, we forget. They're out right? there on the fringes, you know, and through this performance between the two sides, I'm sure that the selectors for New Zealand and the coaches will also be thinking, hey, wow, does Ma'anonu have a place in this squad? <laughs> exactly, especially after seeing... Because it'll be something big, a semi-final. You'll see how they perform under pressure. Yeah. You'll see how it's going to translate to the quarter-final against Ireland. So I think yeah. you said it's oh it's lovely to be a selector. I don't want to be a selector. I, yeah. I, I, I don't want to. No, 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 no. It's, it's <laughs> difficult. No, you're going to get a slap yeah. on your wrist regardless. <laughs> yeah. It'll be no bittersweet for them. Exactly, it'll be yeah. bittersweet. It'll be bittersweet for them. Mm. I can't wait to to see that. It's the best thing for the fan mm. to see those hard decisions being made and a coach yeah. either losing out because he made a choice and make no mistake fans are ruthless they'll yeah, hold him responsible yeah, or yeah. a coach taking the risk and saying hey i believe in this player and it paying off you know so i can't wait to see that so much on the cards so many things to talk about it's going to be a crazy three weeks all right let's get our super predictions out yeah i'm going to start with you fudge Who's winning this game? Brumbies versus Jags. Who's taking it? Who's taking it? I think the Haguaris will come through. Mm. Um, I think they've got less to lose. I think they've got less to lose. They've got less pressure going into this game. It'll be very difficult against one of the most structured sides in the Super Rugby competition this year. The Brumbies, they look like glue. They are <laughs> sticking together like glue. They're committed to the glue. You don't see many individuals trying to perform above and beyond the game plan. and It'll be really tough. But at the same time, Haguarans, the most humble, hardest working side in the competition. In the loose, their reaction speed and the effort they put in there is unbelievable. You know, the way they connect to the rucks, the effort they put into the rucks. Now, that makes a difference in the game. And... Finally, I hope that effort will precede structure, you know, and sort of um, teamwork. But um, it'll, it'll be a struggle. I can't wait to see it. Uh, I will call the Jaguares. They are the underdogs going into this. I think they've got a little more flair. And if they can hold it tight and keep them out, I think they'll carry it away in the last 20. Yeah. I mean, that's a bit cool. We're talking about structure, but let's see some heart. You know, people yeah. like to talk about heart in rugby. And I think at the professional That's what era, I love seeing. You know, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Professional era, sometimes heart isn't enough. We saw yeah. some during the Springboks heart at times. They played with heart, but it wasn't enough. But hopefully it can come through. Connor, 
What you cooking? Uh, like a, like Fudge said, it's a tough one. There's a lot to take into consideration, mm. but I can't see a Super Rugby final this year without the Juarez. Mm, yeah. I, I can't. It's the same moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same moment. It's right? final. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, if the Lions can't be there to represent yeah. the SA yeah. Conference, yeah, Connor. Uh, yeah, Connor. Uh, I'll give it over to the other big cats. Connor, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You're right, man. You're right. Yeah. You must start. Those days are done now. Okay? Oh, <laughs> we're re- yeah, we're rebuilding. We're yeah, rebuilding. The fans are behind the Haguaris. How can you not be? Uh, yeah. Lost Haguaris. How can yeah. you not be? Yeah. You yeah. Know, they s- were included. You know, we've seen the EP Kings being included in Super Rugby. It was a failure. You know, yeah. we've seen so many signs. Sunwolves is another one you mentioned earlier in the recent in the previous podcast. You know, yeah. hey, what's happening with them? Haguarans have stood up. This is the one. This They've is what you want. Stood up. Yeah. There's little development happening in that country. Imagine the struggle for Argentinian rugby union to be able to get the sponsorships and everything into something. Yeah. They've only got one. One or two club teams that can actually compete at this level. And they've got a club team now that's competing at that level, you know. So they're doing their work in Argentina. They're trying hard and it's. I hope they can get that reward by being in this final. But wow, what a mountain and what to a, climb. What a building block it'll be for Japan. Yeah, right? Actually, what a like, building what's block. Gonna happen? What a spanner in the works yeah, for Japan. Yeah. Kind of that's it. I, I want to see France not make it out of the group stages. That's what I want. They didn't deserve the World Cup in 2020. Yeah, yeah, we, we're still mad. We're yeah, still, mad. still, still mad. mad. Yeah. Why are you hurting? We're playing the long game. You, you want to talk about it, Tom? You want to talk? No, no, not in public. All right, let's just get these predictions now. Crusaders, Hurricanes. Fred, you called Hurricanes. So that that's done and does. Sign, seal, deliver. You know, it's happening. I'm all about. Yeah. I'm all about flair. Flair connected with flair connected with um, structure. You know, so. Um, it's for me. It's innovation. Innovation is always relevant. You know, yeah. it keeps things going. It keeps the stream flowing. Yeah. Things stay fresh, mm. right? And I think Haguaris, what they've brought to the competition, has been fresh. Mm. You know, and we res- we respect the Brumbies and we love a structured rugby and the teamwork that goes into delivering performances like that. Of course, we do. But imagine the discipline for the Haguarans to be able to attack so aggressively but hold themselves back and still have that flair. It's just been beautiful to watch and I think it's great for world rugby as a whole for them to perform as they have and I guess everyone's holding their thumbs, right, yeah. for them to come along with the win. Yeah, that's the dream, that's the dream. All right, let's get it. All right, you know, those are predictions. You know, personally speaking, uh, you know, I'm going Crusaders to win, you know, in, in that Hurricanes game. I, I just have to. As much as I love the Canes, you know, it's going to happen, uh, you know, Connor, you know, nothing, nothing else, any surprise, anything I must look out for, Connor, or? Uh, I really don't know how to call this one. Uh, I think it's going to go either way by five points. Really? I'm going to give it to the Crusaders just because oh, of Christchurch. Oh, I don't know believe in Mohamed. Sam Whitelock, Sam Whitelock, that's, that's kickoffs and that's line outs. Sorted, you would think, yeah. right? Yeah. And when you, you know, and when you have that ticked off, it's ticked off because the Hurricanes set piece hasn't actually been that great. No. That's what I'm saying. That's and then you've still got Mwanga. It's going to make it harder for Barrett when the set piece isn't going. It's Imagine Mwanga on a turnover line out. What mm-hmm. he's going to do. Exactly. You know? Yeah. You he's know, he's getting 20 meters yeah. over the advantage yeah. line. Whether he's going over or he's putting someone away. Yeah. It's, that's, that's, that, that's the reality. Exactly. So if they can get their set phase right, the Hurricanes, yeah. and that will take some tricky strategy, mm-hmm. right? That's when you put in trick moves. You take it to the front of the line out. 
or you've got a trick move where you throw it over to the eighth man or the scrum off, taking it over the 15 line, you know. Those are the kind of strategies we'll see and hopefully, well, we don't know, actually. We don't know what the Hurricanes can bring to the table, but they brought it, right? It's worked out to them. It's got them here. Can they do it against the greatest Super 14 rugby side of all time? Yeah, let's see it. And of all time. I like that. I, I would agree. I would agree. This is a test team, this Crusaders yeah. team. You not have that. But members, those are the predictions. You know, we're going to get some more chats with Fudge later. But ah, hope your Super Boost cooking. Hope it goes well. You know, only two games to call. Not difficult. We should all be cooking 100%. <laughs> you know, but uh, that's a preview. You know, you know thanks to everyone that's here. Let's get on to the next point. How was that?